Welcome back to Artist on Record, your ultimate intimate conversation with your favorite artist. Today we are going to be releasing another clip with our conversation with Ronnie Ten Ten Yonkins of Kicks and Brian Damage Foresight. In the meantime, if you want to become a member, you can join that right now and see this episode unedited, uncut, or support us in Patreon. We're going to go back today, talk about Kicks' first record, and also we have an exclusive interview on the last show. What songs are they playing? Who's going to be playing? You're not going to want to miss this one. Put your comments down below, give us a thumbs up, and make sure, of course, you subscribe. Now, everybody, put your hands together for Ronnie and Brian. It's a great album, the first one. Yes, it is. I had all those Kicks records on vinyl. 1981, that album came out, huh? Yep. Where did you guys record it? Um, New York. In New York? Studios. At Atlantic Studios, right there. Bring us back to Atlantic Studios. Here you guys are, Maryland kids, going into New York City, Atlantic, where the Rascals, all these legendary acts, right? Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, really. Uh, we had the big room, too, to record. We all played together on, I think, all the tracks. And we did, uh, you did all the fills. You played some of the fills. We did overdubs, like just some leads and fills, but not a lot. And Steve, uh, uh, did the vocals, did scratch. Um, we played, Jimmy was in the far corner. I think you were in between me and Jimmy. Donnie was across from me, keeping his eye on me. <laughs> yeah, so we played all those songs so many times, we just played them together because the room was big enough and they had the gojos and the baffling and Steve was in the vocal booth. So that's how we made that record. What great songs. Mm -hmm. Was Atomic Bombs the first track on that album? Yeah. Great yep. songs. Yep. Are those songs still on the set list today? The, the, those Atomic Bombs and The Itch? We're so. going to open with Atomic Bombs at Meriwether. Great one. Have you not played some of those songs in a while? Um, we occasionally bring back like Atomic Bombs. Like over the years, we, we play it. But we haven't played it now since probably since ronnie was in the band really really so the upcoming show that you guys are doing is it like a secret or what's going you know who's playing what and how many songs people are playing do you have it while you're working it out now um yeah i got i'm doing five songs i'm doing the first two and then the last three plus a medley um and uh i've been over at bob perry's um warehouse going over the songs with him and working out some bugs with my equipment and and jimmy was there a couple times and it was it was heartwarming to see him yeah it was it really huh? was and um um and to, uh, we went jimmy and i went over the songs with bob and um they got an in-ear mix for me because i never used any ears with kickspan because i didn't sing i didn't see why it was necessary but i want to use them this time uh, I use them with the vultures, but it's just to hear my vocals. So I got to sing most of the songs. But yeah, so it was, uh, I was over at Bob Jesse. I've been over there like five times. I'm going over again tomorrow, work with Brandon, the guitar tech. And um, yeah, so uh, it's been really cool to see, To I, I'm very grateful to have been asked to join the band for some songs. And I'm very excited about it. I'm very, it's, it's, uh, what can I say? I'm grateful. I 
I think it's incredible. I think it's great. And I'm I'm kind of wish I could go see the show. Not that I could get in. I probably sold out and nobody's going to get me in. But I could roadie for somebody. But no, I, I honestly, all joking aside, man, you know, Ronnie, Brian, you guys are the greatest. You're not only really nice guys and really good people, but uh, as, as just the band, the whole thing, you brought a lot of joy like to guys like oh, me. Yeah. And influence, you influence me in some crazy way. That's Just, a compliment. Thank it, you. It, it, it's a true, true, true story. I remember when I first met you guys too, through Stephen Adler, and Stephen goes, "I'm gonna, you know, get this guitar player Ronnie." And then I'm like, "No, I go, I go, oh my god!" Because you guys wore our Guns and Roses for New York, which uh, yeah, yeah. my buddy. I remember my buddy Danny Schuler from Biohazard, the drummer. When, Gu when Guns N' Roses played the Ritz, he goes, "You gotta, go we gotta go see this band. They're like, they're the, they're the, the Kicks of California." And I go, "I'll never forget this." I go, "Nobody's like Kicks. Get the hell out of here!" And he goes, "No, you gotta see this band." And that was when Guns played two nights at the Ritz back to back. I was there one night. Were, were you, you there, there Brian? I think yeah. we all were. Yeah, we were there. Oh. You were there, huh? I was. The, I, it was the night Dave Mustaine jumped up on the stage, jumped up out of the crowd. Oh wow, wow, wow! Yeah, I remember that. I was like, "Who's that guy?" And then so I was Dave Mustaine from uh, Megadeth. That's funny. That, we were that kids. They were kids. They were kids. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I and, and to this day, you know what? I know Guns N' Roses, Guns N' Roses, and they're a great band. They got great songs. Yes, they for, are. Forever, you guys. You know, will always be my Guns N' Roses for the, for the East Coast all the time. You're just Thanks, as big man. as that. So, is the show the show is sold out? Right, this last kick show has to be now. It's um, show. If it's not, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Have you guys played this place? Were you playing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. when the M3 Festival every year. Oh, is that where it's at? Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. I'm out of touch right. with the clubs and everything. So that's well, pretty cool. Yeah, we played there. The first time we played there was with the tubes. That's wow. right. And, and Fee Waybell was worried about our back line because we had a big, it was a Midnight Dynamite back line. And it was it was big. It was all V4 cabinets, Ampeg cabinets, but they were covered in metal uh, mesh and painted red. Donnie wanted it to look like New York City trash cans. The, the mesh on the trash can so that's what our back line looked like and it intimidated fee waybill I, I guess he thought we were going to be like motorhead or something i don't know so now how long has it been since you know ronnie and and brian how long has it been since you two guys have played together now um november of 2020 i played the, um, the last show with kicks was in frederick maryland it's you know it's ironic the last show that I played with Kicks when Brian wasn't in the band, when Jimmy, no, Pat DeMent was in the group in 90, 1995, was in Frederick, Maryland. And that was when Donnie was in the band, and that's when we broke up. And then last show that I played with Kicks and Brian, the reformation was in Frederick again. So weird. Anyway, um, yeah, it was uh, 2020, November of 2020. Wow, it's been that long. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That's so a wow. 
So, Brian, how about you now? You get to go see Ronnie over there in, in the seat where the guy belongs, huh? Mm-hmm. You get to see your brother up there. Got to give you a good feeling, huh, to do that. Yeah. To see that. No. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be heartwarming. It's bittersweet, you know. It's gonna be bittersweet. And then Bob's coming out to play. And then last, uh, I, I'm, I thought Bob was gonna play on the first two songs with me, but he, he's not. Uh, he's coming out. I mean, then he's coming out playing the rest of the set. And then we'll be playing together on the last four songs that I play. And uh, so, yeah, I've been over guitar parts with Bob. Him and I get along really well, and he's a great guy and great guitar player. And um, he's a very interesting person. And um, he lets me blast in his warehouse. I mean, it is loud. Is it? Love it. Yes. Like, it is, it's louder than I can play in the band. Like, I wouldn't play that loud because I need to hear drums while I have in-ears, but it's loud. These marshals, he's got tons of marshals it's just like marshall fest <laughs> yeah that's cool that's cool and what's yeah. your what do you what's your gear brian that you're using out there still marshals you're still using marshals you don't yeah. ever use fender twins or anything like that on stage or anything not with kicks not with kicks used to, yeah i used to use the basement head but <clears throat> it's not loud enough <laughs> those sound great you know yeah, they the, do the, they really do sound great Brian turned me on to that. The old Fender basement blackface. When the first time I played with Brian in the basement at his mm-hmm. home, he had the blackface basement. And when he showed me that how that thing sounded turned all the way out, I was like blown away. And um, I have three of them, all blackface, and I record solos with them. They're killer. You just crank them all the way up. I try to use them live, but I don't have quite enough headroom because I like to play a lot of rhythms, chunky Low rhythm. I need a little more wattage. They fuzz out on me. But solos, oh man, they, they sound you good. Beat it, man. Yeah. So Brian turned me on to that. One basement I have, I've I had since um, junior high. I bought it at Chuck Levin's for one hundred and twenty-five dollars. <laughs> but uh, that's what I recorded every Rhino Bucket record with. That's a, a Fender basement. Those are good ones. Those are good ones. One of the favorite things of Kicks that. Donnie's uh, his his Gibson bass his Les Paul, that was that was one of my favorite. He was the only guy playing a Gibson Les Paul. But did he he you told me he gutted it out, Ronnie? Right? Did he? Yes, uh, he put the mar- He took out all the uh, uh, low impedance pickups and all the recording switching on it, and just put knobs on it and put DiMaggio De- pickups in it. That thing was heavy, like a piano would. Yeah, it had one DiMarzio, and then at the top it had a lipstick pickup. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot about he, that. That's really, smart. yeah. That's so cute. that was for his high end. Is that why he had that that pickup there? Is that more for a high end, a punch? I don't, I don't even know if he used it. Wow, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> interesting. So, yeah. have you guys have hear anything from him about since this reunion? Has he written to anybody or nothing? No, he just released a CD. He did, or, yeah. Or the recording. Uh, I mean, um, I haven't heard it yet, but when I get a chance, I want to listen to it. Is it out? What's that, Brian? I, I listen to it. Yeah. Really? It's, it's so. Is it out that people could purchase it and all that? 
Yeah, it's probably streaming. I don't know if it's a if it's a physical CD. Oh yeah, see, I'm out of touch with all that stuff. Like, I'm trying to find out once I get it. Our, is he doing a band? Yeah, is he doing a band or is it under his just name? Yeah, it's just a solo thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like to hear that. Great songwriter. Yeah, and, it is. Uh, you know? He is. I yeah. hear some really good, uh, really good songs on it. Different than Cakes, of course. Yeah, we're older now. Yeah, you know. We're listening. We're not as rebellious as we were, you know. And uh, no. Cross my heart. I mean, you got songs like "The Itch," right? Yeah. Nobody's itching these days unless you got um, the shingles. <laughs> <laughs> That was Mr. Ronnie, 1010 Yonkins, and Brian Damage Foresight of Kicks. Put your comments down below. Make sure you subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. And also, click on the box that pops up over here. And remember, who loves your baby? We do. Until then, it's only rock and roll. And we like it. <laughs>